The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's up, everybody? Welcome. I'm Guy. That's John's Haber Middle Middle Cough. You too. Hit that like button, subscribe. Podcast. Great to have you there as well. We are brought to you by our friends at Tito's. Handmade vodka. Tito's toast. To start the show, John, do you have a toast for anybody? Uh, yes. Uh, to the Niners and Rams game for ending. Because I, I thought I was going to enjoy that game more. Going to be honest, had a tough time with it. I, I really did. Enjoyed early on. Think, yeah. I was kind of cool. It had second half preseason vibes, and I was a little more locked into Bears Packers that meant something. That that was tough. It was one of those. They told me not that many guys can sit, but I feel like I'm seeing 15 guys from the preseason. How'd they fit all these guys on the roster? Well, it shows you those guys just don't play at all in the uh, in regular season games. Uh, like a lot, a lot of times, you're, it shows you like special teams guys. If Debo or Ayuk or those guys never get hurt, like they don't see the field on offense, right? You know, basketball, you can't hide a guy if he's, like, in your eight-man rotation. In football, you can't pretty easily. Like, there are DBs and definitely wide receivers. They're like, wait, what? who's that number? Because Roddy Bell, Conley, like, those type guys that are active every game day never play on offense. Right. McLeod back. B- Bell got B- – Bell in the last few weeks, he got a snap here, a snap there. And you notice him the yeah. second he was on the field because he was so out of the ordinary. Jump out for yeah. sure. Braden Willis, you're like nine. Uh, that's a good one, no John. No clue who that is, John. That's a good one. There's so many Tito's toast to go around today. Uh, Jameis for being the great teammate that he is, and ignoring Dennis Allen's plea for a kneel down. As a team, we decided to go for the score out of a victory formation, and Arthur Smith lost his mind. I was at Tito's toast. You know the old saying: the most popular man on a team is always the backup quarterback. Well, how about the most popular man on a team is always the former kicker who's out skiing, Robbie Gold on the slopes. People are tagging him in tweets, begging him to come back. Uh, nothing they can do about that, though. Tito's Handmade Vodka, distilled and bottled in Austin, Texas. 40% alcohol by volume, namely 80 proof, crafted to be savored responsibly. I, I do think the number one thing that could take down the Niners, beside, as we saw, a major injury, like if they're playing, would be a close game and it come down to the kicker. Yeah. Right. Because I, I, I talked, I went out to the golf course on Friday, ton, ton of just Niner people there and was bullshitting with different people. And it's like, God, how's this team going to lose? And it's just like, well, t- talking more NFC than like beating the Ravens or whatever in the Super Bowl, but just like, how can they not go to Vegas? Well, for the most part, you're going to play. If you obviously they play, they'd have to play in two playoff games because they avoid the first round. One of the games going to be tight as well. What happened last year? right before Brock Purdy got injured. Dallas was hard 
And in that type game, Robbie Gold matters. And this this kicker, who had kind of been a little out of sight, out of mind, you hadn't been thinking about as much, it kind of came back eye-opening today. It's like, bro, if you play a cut, which you play in golf, you don't aim to hit a draw. Why? I, I'm no kicking guru, but if you play a fade, why are you playing it off the right post, aiming at the left? Chicago, or I guess the game was in Green Bay. The wind was clearly pumping. Chicago's kicker plays a cut. He fucking starts it at the left upright, and it cuts right in. Why does Moody, who clearly is a power fade guy, like a Dustin Johnson, aim it like toward the right edge? Like it doesn't make any fucking sense. You don't play a hook, buddy. You're natural. The problem is he does sometimes. Well, That's yeah, the crazy he double part. crosses like he'll a get the hookies. But if he's hitting it normally, he clearly plays a little cut. And today he's aiming at the right side. So it's like you're aiming to hit a a draw, but you're a cut guy. And today, I mean, the second one wasn't even remotely close. That was an extra point. The extra point was bad, but Which, it's like that's that's a field goal in a you know in a tight yeah. game. Well, the first kick was yard th- field goal. The first first kick was thirty eight, missed it. And I've been saying it for a while. If you just watch him, as we all do, anybody listening to this, you probably watch Moody a lot. His ball, even when he makes kicks, moves a ton, and it moves <laughs> unpredictably. In the third round, it moves unpredictably. John. It moves unpredictably. Yeah. Like it, a lot of movement. It'll movement. it'll go left and then cut right and. You know, like to your point on golf analogies, like if it's consistent, you can play the same shot every time. But he'll ha- his ball moves like he's kicking at the top of Mount Everest sometimes. Like, where is there a crazy? Is there is there like a double cross win? No. Um, so I What's think anybody the weather, what was the weather him, like there today? Fine. It was a little cold, but relatively. But I think anybody that's watching him for a while knows that the the streak of most extra points made and most kicks made inside of forty, like none of that meant anything to anybody. And I'll use the analogy again. Anybody who watches baseball every day, and only the home team's fans can watch a team every day. There's too many games. So you get to the playoffs, and here comes Brian Wilson. And you look at the stats, you go, you know, third year, all-star again for Brian Wilson, 41 saves this year. But everybody watching knows it's a roller coaster because he's going to be all over the zone, and he's going to give up a walk, and he's going to strike a guy out, and then the catcher's going to have to catch a ball in the dirt. Who was that A's closer that was the Australian? Oh, Grant Balfour. Yeah, yeah. Grant Balfour was the same way. He's 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 that's he's that's the type of kicker he is. Which, to your point, I agree. Injury is the only thing that can keep out of the Super Bowl. Well, you know what? Actually, we got to put Moody in a big spot. I don't know at the end of that game uh, if it was going to be better or worse if he had gotten a chance to get a game winner. Um, I guess if he'd made it, would have been better. If he'd missed it, it would have been worse. But it could have gone either way. Who knows? Darnold's fumble might have saved him. But it's a it's a real problem, and there's nothing they the, the, there's nothing they can do about it. You can't work. You're not kicking. You're not getting working out some kickers this week. Robbie Gold's not coming back from uh, Park City. Like Jake Moody's the kicker of the team, and does Kyle have to go for it on fourth and one in in field goal range in a zero zero game? Yeah, okay, that's an easier one. But down by three, you kick that field goal. I don't know. I mean, it's, it's well. I think a, after might have been the extra point. Maybe it was the field goal where they showed Kyle and he, he, he didn't like throw anything, but you could see this face. It wasn't even about today, right? It's right. not today. Didn't matter. Nothing mattered today besides no one getting injured, but it was like, God, how it's all about like, Kyle's no dummy. Like I, I just, I have a hard time seeing them win both games by 20. It's just never that easy. That's not the way sports work. And I, I actually think there's a pretty good chance they face the Rams you know, I guess we'll have to see who got hurt on Detroit. I mean, Laporta might have tore his knee. 
Uh, I mean, they had a million injuries. The Rams could easily go into Detroit and win that game. And, you know, assuming that Dallas beats the Packers, you, you would play the Rams. And say what you want, like, Puka Nakua changed them because he gave – Cooper Cup was a stud. So now you add a guy who's another hunter-catch guy, their running game, and their offensive coach. Like, what if their offense is just on? So, yeah, their defense isn't great, but, like, what if they're just – it's like 17-17 in the third quarter, and you just get in a spot where, like you said, you're at the 40 – you know, it's a 40-yard type field goal, third and seven – Balls, to, you know, batted all of a sudden. It's field goal 17-17. You got like three, you got yeah. like two possessions left in the game, right? Yeah, like, it's one of those. You're like, fuck. You're like, are we going for it? Yeah. Like you you have those type thoughts coming into your head. Like, are there going to be moments where you're just like, maybe they're up seven in the third quarter against the Rams. Like, fuck it. Let's go for it here. Try to go up 14, not, not whisk going up 10. If he misses, all of a sudden they're in position. You know, they only have to go so many yards. I think today he was easily the story of the day just because it was, it's one thing to miss a field goal. It just felt like, God, this guy doesn't even feel remotely confident. You're right. He's got that face that just, I'd rather have him throw something. And I was like, well, he's really cool. I guess. I don't know. You can't read him. And it, so it reads kind of unsure. He does read like just a few body language, but he looked that way when he was making all the kicks. So I don't know. I just know anybody watching every week, didn't feel great. And then at the worst possible time, you have two bad misses. Like you said, bad misses. Not, you know, if he missed one from, if he yanked one from 51 because he's trying to kill it, not ideal, but fine, whatever. These are extra point level kicks. Well, it's like, you know, on. And and it did cost him this game, which the game didn't matter, but it did cost him the game. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Well, you know, uh, Charvarius gave up that touchdown on that good scheme play by McVay. It's like he's right there. No one even thinks about it. Like that, that play could easily happen in a playoff. It's like, whatever. He's right there. He makes that play a lot of times. He deflects it. Like nothing happened today where you're like, oh, that could be a deficiency. Like it's the NFL. I mean, Puka's might have a chance to be like a 10 year high level player. You right, know, right. It's like, whatever. It's you've got touchdowns on Jalen right Ramsey. You don't start rethinking yeah. whether Jalen Ramsey can play. <laughs> no. So it's just holy cannoli. That guy is just and uh, the huge part of his story, which would be even if he had been an undrafted free agent. It's like they kind of went all in on this guy, you know, given where they drafted him. Now, because of his position, if he were to lose them a game in one of these three games, to me, he would not be a lock to be back. Yeah, I agree. You know, other positions beside quarterback, you probably just wouldn't be put in that position. Even if you're a receiver and dropped a big pass in the NFC Championship game, you wouldn't like cut the guy. To me, the kicker. If he were to have a game where they got fucking upset and he went 0 for 3 or something, to me, it's like, use some of that Brock Purdy room to go buy a kicker. Like, sorry, buddy. See ya. You swung, you missed. I I had no issue with it, but it failed. And just like Trey Lance, you pivot and you pivot fast. To me, there is tangible pressure on this guy that you just won't know till the game. (laughs) That's That's a crazy part about that position. Yeah. Yeah, you won't know. And with a, with a closer, you know he's coming. With a kicker, you can kind of avoid him. Like, he, he might not happen for two games until this Well, week. kind of, John, but if you're like, oh, we're rolling on – we're scoring touchdowns. Like, well, he's still got to come out there and kick the extra points. You can't – Yeah, but you if you're rolling on offense, you can avoid – extra points don't kill you if you're winning by 15 points. No, they don't kill right. you, but they can't. Like, you can come out of there with a 35-10 to 10 win. Every, everyone's feeling good, but your guy missed three extra points. Like, you're, yeah, you're, yeah. Not, you're not all feeling good, right? Like, it's – but he can't lose you the game by no. He can't. He can't lose you that game. That's true. 
you can you get Harbaugh on the phone with him before the next? Like Harbaugh didn't miss when he was Harbaugh's guy. Harbaugh pumping him up. Harbaugh just loving him, telling him he's the greatest thing he's ever seen. I mean, is the weather too nice for him? I don't know. I, I, early in the season, you could convince me. Yeah, you know the wind's a little funky. Blah blah blah. That's a long time ago. That's a very long time ago. Yeah. So he kind of kicks it like a quarterback who throws too hard but doesn't have touch. Bizarre. I, sometimes I almost feel like he's worse on – well, the numbers don't back up that he's worse on short kicks. But, um, you know, another – we got some other playoff stuff to get to. But I, I think the other question that came out of the game was, you know, my theory on Darnold playing beyond just protecting Brock was it, Kyle Shanahan had to make sure that Sam would be ready to play if Sam had to play in the playoffs. So – I'm watching this game. I think one of the ways to watch this game is if the Niners had to win a playoff game with Sam Darnold, if they had to, the good news for them, they don't have to go on the road, but if they had to win the NFC championship game, because Purdy gets hurt the two of the last three weeks, you know, this is the third time in four weeks that Darnold's played because Purdy got back-to-back stingers. So what'd you think of Sam? You got four quarters. How many uh, quarterbacks ever get stingers? Yeah. It's weird, man. It's weird. But could you win a championship if Sam Darnold had to play a game for you? I think the hard part about today is, like, I didn't notice any difference in the two quarterbacks. And one guy was on his couch, like, four weeks ago. Now, part of that is, like, I actually was kind of impressed by Wentz, moving around, running around out there. To me, I by the time the second half, I mean, you're playing with backups. I, I don't know. Like, it felt very preseason, I would say, 80, 85% of the game. He looks fine. He looked fine when he came in the Ravens. Could you win a playoff game? I mean, you easily could, but I would not like stake money on it. I, I don't think you can take away much from the day. Besides, like he's better. He would be better under Kyle than he's ever been. The weapons he have, you know, McCaffrey being able to throw screens, like he could function all that. But there would come times where he just has to sit in the pocket and maybe scramble and make a play that I know Purdy can make. I don't know if he can make or would make the right play. I, and I don't think you could gain anything from the day. Like, I, I personally more like Wentz just because he has been out of the league was like, okay, he can function. He should be in the NFL next year. To me, Sam, like you said, was held on the, on the status of, could you win if Purdy got hurt? You could, but I I don't think you could take away like what he did today translates to that environment. Not that the Rams were playing hard, but yeah, I mean, especially early in the game, I did think, you know, obviously not having Aaron Donald's a big deal. Um, I do think that, uh, he did give me a little con- uh, more confidence than I had before I'd seen him play. Not be- Really, most of it was not in the second half. I thought he made multiple excellent throws, like excellent throws. Um, and, you know, he looked like he looked like the guy he looked in practice. So I don't think he's any different than that. You know, I think the standard is like, could he have won you, if you took that guy and put him on the, in, on the field against Philadelphia last year, could he have won you that game? And I think the answer is yes. Now, I know what you're yeah. saying. The, the guy that played today is not who knows what guy you're getting in the playoffs. And I agree with that. I do think you see a difference between him and Brock still, which is one of the differences is like you, the thing that he, that Sam kind of always does historically in his career, which is sometimes he can just hold on to the football too long. Hap, it happened again. Um, and you see, that's just part of his game. Like he will hold it and try to make a play and maybe doesn't feel the rush every time. But he, he did it. before the fumble make a nice throw that got dropped, broken up, or whatever to Conley, right? They would have they yeah. would have had some momentum on that drive. It would have been out near midfield. Yeah, he made an excellent. Yeah, throw. It, it would have been Moody time pretty quickly. So I, you know, I, I think it's easy to play like that's the preseason type thing that yeah. 
in a in a real game, we would just be like, "Why the fuck does he fumble?" Where Kyle's probably thinking, "We were right there if we just if we just hold on to the football, right?" That's a good. That's a plus. That's a positive when I'm grading the film. Yeah, the throw is absolutely positive, but it's also the second game that he's kind of finished where you're in position to win it, and he makes a play that keeps you from winning it. The fumble, it's a freaky play, but it happened. And then the Ravens game, he takes that sack. Crazy, you know, nobody was open, so it's not all his fault. But he takes that sack. So, like I, I to me, there is a difference between him and Brock. But the, the other difference is he made some plays. He could early in the game when he's playing with Ayuk and Debo, and it it looked pretty good. So, I, to me, this was like that fumble. You know, cost him the game. Obviously, like this is a game. I don't put the Ravens situation. <laughs> I, I know they're only down a couple scores. I that to me is in a different world. Like this. That fumble loses the game. Like this is a one-score game. You got the game. You got the ball with a chance to get in the field goal range. That Ravens game, you're just trying to make a play. I, I like I, I throw that out the window more of like just forcing stuff. Like you kind of have to at that point in time. This like the if you wanted to argue the fumble is pretty bad. Yeah, like you got to have some ball security. That's a big moment for me. Yeah, we disagree on that because that Raven that was not fourth down. I mean, it, it pushed them on the pick. No, no, his 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 uh, the sack that he took. On the goal line, down by two scores, Darnold. Well, then, didn't he throw the pick? On he that throws drive? the pick on the next play. I'm not killing him for the pick. Okay, I'm killing him, gotcha. not killing him. But like to me, just two weeks in a row, we've seen him kind of in winning time, and they didn't do it. But what I, all in all, I thought it was a really positive day for him, and uh, he made some throws. He had the one throw where he tried to go back shoulder to Ayuk, like the little things that matter, right? Like is he on the same page with Brandon Ayuk if he has to step on the field? in the conference championship game or January 20th or 21st. And he went back shoulder and Brandon kept going. So, you know, not on the same page on that play. I, I thought he made the right throw. Brandon was kind of covered, but um, ask how you about that, but he just looked really in control. How about the no look pass? Did you think that was a no look pass to Mitchell? I saw that you, the way you posted it, I, I did. I think no. So what, so what happened then? Cause he wasn't, I don't know. Right. You think I, it came out funky? I, yeah. I think something weird happened. Cause it came out funky, but it came uh, it came out like a spiral. So it was, that was the part that threw me off. I don't think he was trying to do like Patrick Mahomes, no look passes would be my first just guess. Yeah. Of his I, operation. I didn't, the first time I didn't think so. Then I watched it a few times. I couldn't quite tell. He didn't really talk about it after the game, but um, you watch it thinking for a split second, I'm like, would they spend $12 million to keep him around as the backup? You remember when the Niners did the play, pay Blaine Gabbert because Colin Kaepernick makes so little. Uh, but I, I think this is this team's not. I think they just they try. I think they would just it. try to bring him back on the same number, or something around the same, three, four million. So you, who, who made more money today, Carson Darnold or Carson Wentz? Carson Wentz, because Sam Darnold was in the NFL. Like Sam Darnold was in good position. The Niners would want him back. Other teams will want yeah. him to be the backup. I mean, he kind of admitted, like I had other opportunities for more money. I wanted to be here, West Coast. Kyle, kind of just get my career back on level mode. Carson Wentz was on the couch. Like Carson Wentz is a that, that's an NFL quarterback. I don't mean a starter necessarily, but like he's easily one of the best sixty-four. I mean, you see some of the quarterbacks today. Like he's he's an NFL player. If the word about like him being a teammate and he's been more normal and he's been humbled, just moving around, like he's, I'd take him as a backup. If all the other shit off the field didn't exist, like you, you would take that as your backup quarterback. I think immediately. You would think the rant like to me, he should stay with stay on the Rams. Shouldn't go anywhere. Because, like, from a skill set, his physicality kind of – it's a good match with their starting – with Stafford. Yeah. 
I mean, that, that threw the touchdown he threw to Puka was nice. Yeah. He definitely just makes some runs at a size that a four yard run gets six, right? He's just, he's a big, big fucking dude. He I mean, looks so, extra so Sam. I, he looked bigger than Sam. And Sam's. He big. looked bigger than Sam today, right? He looked tall. Yeah. He, he looked big. Uh, Carson Wentz. Well, I don't remember Baker's numbers last year when he got off the plane, off the tarmac, and beat the Raiders. Uh, but Wentz was uh, 71%, 163, two touchdowns and a pick. Um, Darnold was 62%, 189, a touchdown, no picks, three sacks. So, I Second half really had preseason. Second half was tough. What well, honestly, though, a big win for the Rams like that. If they had lost, they had been the seven and go to Dallas. I think you'd much rather go to Detroit if you're them, wouldn't you? I mean, it's Laporta hurt his knee. I think, yeah, they had a couple injuries who else, today. Who else got hurt in that game? St. Brown got banged up. Uh, their second round DB, I think his last name's Butler from Alabama, who's good, got banged up. I mean, they had every time I looked up at one of the squares, a, a dude was coming off like yeah, St. Brown like three times, like Jesus. Guys, fucking Dallas is going to win. You, this game doesn't mean anything. Stop. What are you doing, Dan? Now, Laporta was breaking the rookie tight end record. But if he tore his knee, holy shit. I, I'm going to I'll take the Rams in that game. I, I just, I haven't seen, I just, before we started this Sunday night, I saw A.J. Brown was like high-fiving guys as they came off, low-fiving guys that came off the field. He, he hurt his knee. I, I, I don't know. By the time you're listening to this, if you're listening later or watching later, you probably know what happened to him. My guest seen him standing with it. He wasn't like, on crutches or in a brace or anything, but Hurts dislocated his finger. Hurt. I mean, the Eagles, John. Holy smokes! Yeah, I think the Niners want a piece. Of, the Niners would love if just chalk handles. They want the Eagles to win that game. If Dallas and Detroit win, so they can play Philly. You would take Philly in a heartbeat. Would you take Philly over the Rams right now? Uh, I think so because it's a better quarter. The Rams are a better coach and better quarterback right now. Not right now. Period. The better coach, better quarterback. I think I would take – if you told me that Watson, the the wide receiver from North Dakota State's back, the Packers have a lot of offensive weapons and their quarterback looks pretty good, I think I would take the Eagles over the Rams and the Packers. Obviously, you would take Tampa. but Right. If the Niners assume, would rather I, play Philly. I, for some reason, I'm just chalking Tampa up as an L. Yep. They're gone. So if I had to choose between Philly, Rams, and Packers – as crazy as this sounds, I think Philly would be their number one draft pick right now. They are fucking in shambles. They're just lifeless, gutless. They are, like, even Dallas today. You know, it's kind of weird early. And then they're just like, okay, we're going to knock you out. And they did. Like, that. Dallas is just dramatically better than Philly right now. And to me, Detroit, when healthy, is just a capable team. And who knows if they are. But the Packers are explosive. Jordan Love looks good. And obviously the Rams, you could argue, are one of the hottest teams in the NFL. I mean, they easily could have beat Baltimore, a team that curb stomped the Niners. So, and that was in Baltimore in the rain. Right. And Stafford's healthy. Slow him down. Right. Yeah. Stafford's healthy. And he's got a week off. He's there confident. He's and they the got, shit there with Raheem Morris. <laughs> and they got nothing to lose. I'm, I agree with you on the Rams. Um, I just think their coach knows your coach as well as anybody knows your coach. You know, Dan Quinn, we know what Dan Quinn, Kyle Shanahan looks like. Right, Dan. Well, I take Sirianni's the worst coach of McVeigh, Lafleur, and Sirianni. Right, Lafleur without Lafleur calls the game. Is is Sirianni better than Dennis Allen? I I actually think look what what happened Saturday. Like his two coaches, the guy, the two coordinators they lost are like they might both be better than him. They they should have hired Gannon. 
No, they should have hired Steichen. Oh, they should have hired Steichen. Even better. Yeah. I mean, but one of those two got both of those guys' teams look better than this team does at the end of the oh, day. Oh, yeah. I mean, Cardinals had a chance won. for a walk off field goal today. Should should have won it. Honestly, good good. L they for didn't. Them. Yep. Good L. <laughs> uh yeah, I'm with you. Start where I, you if you stay. told me New New Orleans is actually playing better, you know, classic Derek games didn't matter as much. He throws like seven, you know, probably like 15 touchdowns the last like three games. They're out of the playoffs, though. So, but, hey, nine and eight. I was good down the stretch, but not in the playoffs. Seven teams. I would say if they would have made the playoffs, Philly might have gone down in the round. You know, on the road in that building would have been loud. Uh, but it, I have a hard time seeing them losing to Tampa. But hell, you know, I mean, who, Philly's no lock to beat anybody right now. Would you rather play Green Bay than Tampa? I would rather play Tampa than Green Bay because the quarterback Jordan Love is better Love. than Baker Mayfield. Yeah, Baker Mayfield's hurt right now. He's kind of limping I around. Know. He, Nine nothing went over the Panthers today. Eagles had everyone pulled out of that game by halftime. Mariota was Packers. Packers half-time. defense is terrible. Packers defense is terrible. The Niners would score on them, but it would just be harder on your on your defense for sure. I I would I think I'd rather play Green Bay, even though Lafleur knows you, Jordan Love on the road. I would take that over over the Bucks defense. I'd rather see here's Jordan what, Love. Here's what I know. The NFL would do a circle jerk in their headquarters for second round being Niners, Packers, and somehow Eagles, Cowboys. Is that possible? No, it's not. No, because uh, well, yeah, the, no, the Packers play Dallas. That's not possible. Not possible. Yeah. So I think what they what they would want then would be would be probably Rams, Niners. That, Dallas Packers, Eagles, Cowboys. I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, Dallas Eagles. You take yeah. that. You, they want Dallas and the Niners as long as possible. And now that the Packers are playing Dallas, they can. They're cool with Green Bay going away. Who's going to get now? Some of you guys listening to this may already know. Who's getting the Saturday night Peacock game? Hmm? A Saturday night game only on. There's two games on Saturday. Second one's only on Peacock. AFC that, team. It's Browns Texans. You think? Uh, that's probably the early game. I bet it's like, I could even see it being like Pittsburgh, Kansas city. Yeah. I think all the NFC games are Saturday or Sunday and Monday, Monday night football. I think Dallas green Bay is clearly Sunday Fox at one o'clock Pacific standard time. I would say Detroit Rams has Monday night football written all over it. Wouldn't shock me if Tampa Philly Sunday night football, I guess you could go Tampa Philly Peacock. That's, that's plausible. Feels more likely that Eagles Sunday fans would buy. Yeah, Eagles fans would buy. Um, you know, one thing with Dallas as as a as a historic non-respecter, but like medium respecter. Like I don't, they're not a championship team, but you should be concerned when you play them. Their kicker makes all his kicks. He does not miss. Have you, see, have you seen that guy's story? He's like a drafted by the MLS. He's a soccer player, like a rounder in the MLS. Then like a little ju- MLS journeyman shuts it down. Wife says, I think you can do that. Then he goes, USFL or XFL, one of the two. Yeah. Right? Did I? He's, did be- I- he, he's a better player than Moody. Well, that's not even d- disputable. <laughs> no. I mean, I watch <laughs> him. I watch the Cowboys all the time. Like, I trust him. He fucking drains kicks. Even the Eagles kicker. I don't expect them to be – like, it's good. Jake Elliott, like, makes kicks. Like, does your kicker, when you roll him out in a, in a tie game in the third quarter in a playoff game – which if you miss and then they score, it's a 10-point swing. And you, there is no weak 
16 the following, you know, this is, there's no more tomorrow. It is to me the biggest, cause they didn't have any injuries today. So I, I, I think that's, I just moody. Fuck. Aubrey missed a field goal today, by the way, for the Cowboys. He was five for five on extra points. Yeah. I mean, I, to me, he's, he's been, I don't know the distance all year long. That. Yeah. Butcherbox.com slash ham and another special deal free for a year. You get salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for a year, plus an additional 20 bucks off right now at butcherbox.com slash ham. Been telling you about it for years. Been eating it for years on a regular basis. Easily find high-quality meat and seafood. You can trust 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, pork-raised, crate-free, and wild-caught seafood. Always be prepared with meat in the freezer when you get butcherbox.com slash ham delivered right to your doorstep with free shipping. Butcherbox is offering you free for a year plus an additional 20 bucks off either salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips in every order for free. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash ham and use the code ham to choose your free offer for a year plus get $20 off your first order. What's up, everybody? It's your old friend, John Middlecoff. I'm here to tell you about our friends at Game Time. Here's what I need you to do. Go to your smartphone, download a little app called Game Time. Baseball season's in full swing. Oracle Park. Been there a million times. Never doesn't live up to the hype. Go get yourself some garlic fries, a brewski, maybe uh, some ice cream. They have very good Ghirardelli ice cream there. And when you do that, Promo code HAM. So download the Game Time app. Your first pair of tickets, promo code HAM, H-A-M, save $20. The A's, only going to be in the Bay Area for the rest of this season. You probably can basically go for free. Just buy a pair of tickets to any baseball game. They also have comedy shows if you want to check one of those out, or concerts. Game Time app, promo code HAM, save yourself $20. We don't even need a thank you. Just hammer that promo code. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Uh, 
I, I heard one, I don't know if you caught the Glazer, somebody sent to me the Glazer report this morning talking about like Harbaugh and all these other guys. And I'd forgotten that the Ben Johnson, the Lions OC, the story on him was just wanted another year with Dan Campbell, which I think definitely just somebody told him, if you told me like him and Matt Rule have the same agent, somebody told him, you do not want to go work for the Panthers. Do not go and work for the Panthers. Because the story was that could have been his job, but he turned it down to stay in Detroit. Yeah. Which was a good move by him because now he's going to. Someone was... told me that it, he felt a little rushed. Mm. You know, I, I don't think he's that old. And yeah, I think it happened pretty quick that, you know, almost like he, he was 36 years old last year. He's born in 1986. So I, I think his stardom from offensive coordinator in Detroit, which happened in 22. I mean, just a couple years ago, he was a tight end coach, wide receiver coach. I, he's pretty young. What I had heard, not that he was scared, but it was like, this is not going away. We're going to be good. Like felt pretty confident. D'Amico did the same thing a couple years ago. You know, just, you know, I'm, I don't feel quite comfortable with this. I'm not in a huge rush. I think it's easier when you're 35 years old and you're making $2 million to be like, listen, $10 million not going away. (laughs) I I read he might get $15 million. Well, did you see the Georgia just the amount of Georgia just paid their new DC two and a half million bucks. The amount these coaches, if Rabel leaves, what do you, I mean, what do you think Rabel would get in the open market? Seventeen million. Well, and, yeah, I mean Peyton got eighteen, so in that range, what did Peyton get traded for? First one, one first. Yeah, how about Bill today? Hoodie, ski mask, walking off the field like you could not see his face. Was a pretty. Frigid. You know, yeah, what were you going to do? Snowing. I think that's their fourth loss. Was the final score 9-3? to three? Uh, I don't know. Let me look here. It was definitely 9-3 to three when he threw that, when they threw that pick. Yeah. Uh, so the final score was, no, they, okay, they scored. Never mind. Somehow the Jets scored. <laughs> if they would have lost 9-3, to three, that would have been their fourth loss where they held the team under 10 points and they lost. They set the record when they did it the third time I read. So that if that would happen the fourth time. To me, that was a 9-3 to three game. I don't know. There was two minutes left when Zappi threw that pick to the dude on the Jets. So how the fuck did they score? That was a 9-3 to three game. Uh, Bears, I don't remember it as 9-3. to three. Yeah. <laughs> Bears, Commanders, Pats. Pats get the third pick. Cardinals. I don't know what the tiebreaker would have been, 4-13. and 13. I, Chargers are 5-12, and 12, but Chargers end up at 5. Giants tight. I think the t- the tiebreaker for Washington and uh, and New England was like because Washington beat New England, but it you know it was one of those like either common opponents or conference. You yeah. know, it was some weird type. Which yeah. to me, if you have the same record and it's just were there only two teams at four and twelve? Uh, well, nobody's at four. You got four and thir- Oh yeah, you got four and thirteen. Commanders, Patriots, Cardinals. Okay. So there was a third team. Because to me, if it's just two teams, it has to be head-to-head. I was thinking, like, that kind of sucks for New England. But I guess once you factor in the third team, you have to go to the weird tiebreaker. Uh, Brees Hall, 50-yard touchdown. Oh, I did see that. I couldn't tell where the end zone was. He kept going. I'm like, isn't he in already? He put the ball out at, like, the five and then put it out again at the goal line. It was a nice little run. I I clicked on the game one time. I was like, I have no clue where this game is being played, if it's in the Jets or the Patriots. And I, I have no clue what yard line they're on. It was hard to tell. 
Like, if you're watching the game, it was hard to tell what was going on. At one point, it was legitimately, like, really, really white. Did By the time the end of the game, it was a little more visible. Did you see Ezekiel Elliott's quote after the game? He said, you know, growing up, I've, I've just, I've always wanted to play in a snow game. And now that I've done it, it sucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a good line. Uh, super chat, 10 spot from Brian, who says, a level of concern with Moody. Dude hasn't been tested. Missed the only two kicks that mattered this year. Never look confident. Can he pull it together or should they bring someone in? I don't know if he can put it together, but they're not bringing anybody in. Kyle, I think Kyle said after I, I saw the quotes tech tweeted that Kyle said they're not. The Jar my memory. Obviously, yeah. he missed the Cleveland kick. What what was another kick that he missed? Uh, preseason. Was there, was there a Minnesota game kick? Was there a Minnesota kick? Let me see if I can find this kick log. I mean, the preseasons where it's all where it all started, right? Is there yet. a Minnesota preseason miss? Probably. No, no, no. I I think he missed. So Josh just threw another pick in the end zone. I mean, fuck. I, I think there was a. I think he missed a kick in Minnesota. Yeah, he he missed kicks in Minnesota. Okay, kicks multiple. Uh, I think so. Oh, I've got him uh, one for two on field goals in Minnesota. It was a big kick, if I remember correctly. It feels like a well, they lost the game by ago. five, so it definitely was a big kick. Yeah, because they had to they had to score at the end to they had to score a touchdown. So they were forcing a little bit with a concussed quarterback. Yeah. Red alarm. So he's got a concussion and two stingers. Like it's, does he have three games with no injuries? Because I would say stinger, it's one thing if you're like dealing with a little ankle sprain, totally get it. Stinger's a little weird. Is that like, are they lying to us? Is that actually the injury? Mm -hmm. I don't think you can really do that in the NFL. I don't think they're lying because if you watch the second stinger he got, he gets up immediately. He just kind of reacts like it's a stinger, like you can't feel his left hand clearly. Yeah. Um, and John Lynch, you know, John Lynch had a bunch of stingers. He said it's stingers. Brock said they've just told him you just rest and treatment is the best thing you can do. The longer you go without a stinger, the less likely it is you're going to get a stinger. So, you know, being able to rest him this week, I think was a pretty big deal. Hopefully it, you know, I don't know if the f correct verbiage is like you reduce the sensitivity to a stinger, but the second stinger he got was a pretty innocuous looking hit. Like it was the first hit was a crazy hit. The second one was not that crazy looking. So it's fair to say that the stingers, if he had been perfectly healthy, there's a chance they play him a little bit today because they just have three quarterbacks up and maybe start him. I, I think it would have been on the table. Yeah. Maybe they would. I do think he he's had enough scares. Although I don't think and the stingers. I, I don't think they would have because I I do part of my theory on this game. I think Kyle really wanted to get Darnold. You're going to start. Let's pretend like you have to play in the playoffs, Sam. Let's get you loose because yeah. Brock has played. You know, Brock played well against Pittsburgh coming off the injury um, with like 15 days of rest. He played well. Uh, Pittsburgh stinks, but he played well against Miami last year when he hadn't played in six weeks. In in a in a small sample size, Purdy has shown even coming off of a lot of rest, he, he can he can play well, make throws, do all that stuff. So, I think Kyle would have done it anyway, especially especially with uh you know Stafford's resting, and I think Kyle needed, and I think it was the right thing to do. Like, let's get Sam Darnold on the football field. Yeah, no, I I, I agree with but I just with Ayuk and like with Ayuk and Debo, right? You start Purdy. By the time he comes in, it's it's Ronnie Bell out there. Because the way Purdy went in, now I, I'm just maybe even just a quarter, you almost treat it like a preseason game and you give him the last three quarters, is because Purdy went in, I think, kind of expecting to play and was almost like I got talked out of it and I realized I had no juice in the conversation. Kyle was right, like I wasn't <laughs> going to play. But it, it was clear, like he wanted to play. 
And I think the difference, like with Stafford, for example, is they are playing next week. So you can't get anyone, you know, all their guys hurt. That's like Puka for the record. You know, it's like, it is a longer stretch. Like I heard Edelman on Friday, he was on with Colin and he was like, the one thing you got to do in that off week is you treat it like a game week. He's like in new England, we did not fuck around. Like it was, we'd almost borderline scrimmage. <laughs> it was just a very serious week. Now it's less about game planning like a normal week because you don't know necessarily who you're playing, but whatever big picture things are that you're struggling with as a team, it's emphasized. Like it's a, he's like, it was not a screw around week. And clearly they, no one was better at it for, you know, the last decade of, of the 2010s than them. So I, I would imagine, you know, the Niners are one of the rare teams that don't give you Monday off after a win. Cause Kyle believes in you coach him up right off the tape. Now it's, it's probably like you come in and sandals t-shirt and fucking, you know, drink Gatorade while watching the film, but still it's like those guys don't have to go into the facility if they don't want to. That's not the, the way the Niners are a little old school that way. So I would guess this is a pretty serious film study. Like this is not a screw around week for the Niners. Yeah. The tough thing is you don't know who you're playing yet. Right. But that, that's what – but you never do, right, as the top, even when there were two seeds. Right. But it's its more just, you know, I, I would say red zone offense for, you know, I would say run fits on defense, obviously health, uh, you know, work with the younger corners. Let's do some tip drills. Let's do some, you know, PBU drills. Like I mean, there are things that you could, like, take really, really seriously. It's less about, like, whether I'm playing Green Bay or Philly or who, yeah. whatever, it shakes out. Because I would say the one thing, the Rams, or excuse me, the Packers would be a little new because they have a new quarterback. But you're comfortable with the scheme. But their personnel is relatively, they're the youngest team in the league. That that would be, I don't want to call it an uncommon opponent, but of all the teams you would play, like the Rams are clearly not an uncommon opponent. Philly is not an uncommon opponent at this point in time. Uh, you played Tampa last year with Tom and all their personnel. The quarterback's different, but you schemed against all their defensive players, Mike Evans. Like you, you, you have a game plan of all these players on the team, including Purdy. Uh, so I, I would say it's kind of unique of all the teams they can play. The Rams and Philly for sure, right? Assuming Detroit and Dallas, let's just su- assume they win. Like you feel very comfortable playing Philadelphia and their personnel. And obviously the Rams, you're very, very comfortable. You couldn't be any more comfortable. Now you feel good about their backups. Right, you got film on their guys, so it's. I would say the playoffs shook pretty well for the Niners in terms of Detroit. To me, is really the only uncommon opponent. My Dallas, you're really comfortable playing Rams, Philly. It's just Detroit, which, if you ask me right now, I would bet the Niners never see them. Would be my. I think you. I think a lot of people are going to pick the Rams. I think the Rams. And hear me out. I think the I think it's going to be cool to pick those two underdogs, the Rams and the Packers. And I could see a bunch of people just because it's easy to pick Tampa. I think a lot of people in the NFC are going to be picking dogs this weekend. You know, on TV when you see that lower thing, it's not just going to be a chalky. Maybe people feel a little more confident in Dallas, but I definitely you're right. I think the Rams, and I I think it's easy. Like fuck, I'll pick Tampa. Why not the Eagles? <laughs> the fuck have they done? Right. They're two and a half point underdogs on the road right now. Who? Tampa. Oh, sorry, at home, at home, at home. Isn't that crazy? If you would have told me Dallas or Philly a month ago was playing Tampa, what what would you say the line was? I mean, first Dallas, of all, they're at home seven? and they're favored by eight and a half. 
Dallas is minus seven at home against Green Bay. I like Dallas. No, I, but I, but if I would have told you that Philly or Dallas was going to be the wild card, yeah, and they were going to play the winner of the NFC South, that would have been Tampa. Would the line have been eight? Yeah, eight. That's my number. Lions minus three and a half. That opened at four, and it's already down to three and a half against the Rams. Could that be two and a half by kickoff? John, it could be two and a half by Wednesday. What's Dallas Green Bay? Uh, seven. Green Bay's defense isn't good. How about Texans plus two and a half at home against Cleveland? CJ Stroud Cle- against that defense? Yeah, it's pretty good. I but I mean they Joe Flacco's their quarterback. This is gonna be a hard weekend to bet. It is yeah. I mean is that is that is that, is that the only AFC game we know right now? Uh yes, because we don't as we're doing this, people, the Dolphins. So we don't know the six and seven seed. Right. Or the two seed. Right. Because the Bills are in the playoffs. Correct. With because the Jags, the Jags lost. Did you tweet this so, or somebody tweeted this at you? Like, I don't remember exactly how it was phrased, but it was like a graphic of all the, the Trevor Lawrence, Trey Lance, Justin Fields class. Was that was that your tweet? Did I see you, you retweet that and say something about it? So, someone just tweeted me that Trevor Lawrence being bad now. I don't think he's bad. He's just he's probably closer to average than he is good right now. It's certainly closer to average uh, than Andrew Luck than like Andrew Luck. Exactly. Like relative to what he was billed at, he's, you know, the 15th or 17th best quarterback. He was billed as a guy that's going to be a top five guy. If he is average, just if he's at, if he is what he is right now, that's one of the worst quarterback drafts in the history of the league. Trey Lance is a third stringer. Zach Wilson, I mean, is an utter disaster multiple times. I saw something came across my Instagram feed like, the Jets will work to trade him this week, this summer. Good luck. And Mac Jones, you know, got benched for Bailey Zappi in year three. Easily. <laughs> like it was a, probably could have gone sooner. And, and Fields is an athlete playing quarterback. He can't throw from the pocket. Good athlete though. You could argue Fields and Trevor Lawrence are actually probably closer than anyone wants to admit as just players. Because Fields can just run around. Uh, yeah, I mean... If Trevor Lawrence was your quarterback and you had the number one pick, would you be considering taking Caleb Williams? That's the question. Because with Fields, you take – like, there's going to be a lot of – you know, people are going to argue about it, but you're taking Caleb Williams. Would you be I, thinking about it if Trevor Lawrence was your quarterback? Because that's the – that like, that's how you separate those two. Caleb Williams makes me nervous. Like, I, 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 I think he is by no means – like Trevor Lawrence, this is really, really hard. And I think that is a good example, that draft, of just how hard this whole thing is. Cause you're going to go probably to a bad team. Now the bears are kind of unique. Like they're not bad. They got good defensive players. They got good offensive players. They have a, a wide receiver for them. I, I think he should pray that they fire Eberflus and go after like Jim Harbaugh. <laughs> now, if you told me Jim Harbaugh was the coach of the bears, is he a lock to draft Caleb Williams? Uh, weird fit. Kevin Warren, the former commissioner of the big 10 and Harbaugh. Well, what if what if they what if the owners wanted him and they run Kevin Warren out of town? Yeah, I mean Kevin Warren's been there like six months, but could happen. If I just told you Jim Harbaugh had the opportunity to have the number one overall pick, I would not feel comfortable saying Caleb Williams is going to be his pick. What if Michael is Penix beats him on Monday night? That's my point. I am just yeah. If Jim's you told me he drafted J, right. if he drafted JJ McCarthy number one, like I, yeah. I, I, you could not bet on Jim Harbaugh. Oh yeah, he's going to take the consensus number one overall pick. No fucking chance on God's green earth you can do that. Uh, Panics beats him, or he just takes his own guy, assuming that he yeah, really or likes Penix him. Doesn't beat him, and he likes him. The the throw that Trevor Lawrence had on fourth down with the postseason on the line was, uh, it was as you, 
It was an wasn't awful throw. It was a terrible throw. And I texted you. I'm like, did you see that throw? And you said, should we even say it? Should we blurt, bleep it out? No. I mean, the guy's a third string quarterback. He's a Trey Lance-like. <laughs> Trey Lance is an utter, royal, unequivocal bust. But it's not so Zach Wilson and so is Mac Jones. Like these, these are busts. These are picks that if you could redo, you don't even you don't even contemplate taking that person. Like to me, that's a bust. It's not like maybe the guy goes on, plays as a backup quarterback. You, you wouldn't in a million years, you would pay to get your other pick back. The right? question right. is who back to twelve? Who wouldn't you not draft instead out of that first round? Well, you would right? just take them position players. No, I understand, but know? I'm saying like obviously you would take Micah Parsons or Rayshon Slater, but you'd also take like Elijah Vera Tucker. Would you take yeah. Woody Pay? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you take anybody who can just play on your team. So like Javon I, Holland I, I, in a heartbeat. But wouldn't you say that that draft represents most drafts in our lifetime? Yeah. Like that's what it kind of feels like. And that's why this, I see it happening all over again with this draft. Cause there are a million sweet famous quarterbacks. It's never going to be as easy. Like I saw this clip on YouTube of Ryan leaf was in the studio with Dan Patrick before the Oregon game. And he was like, I'd take Michael Penix one. And I, I thought I was watching something from like last week. And then I clicked on it. And as he talked, he said like, and, you know, he's got a big game coming up this weekend at home against Oregon. He said this like the middle of the year. Now, I don't think he's going to go number one overall. I've texted some people that legitimately have been like the second round. But like I've watched football long enough to know that the guys can play. <laughs> like that, that translates to the, some of the stuff you can do, right? Yeah. And I, I've seen enough Caleb Williams that just don't make it. Now, I, I don't know enough about like – I don't know anything about Caleb's makeup besides like the fuck Utah thing, which I, I don't think fairly represents probably his whole thing. But like, I, I don't know football's life. Is that all he does? Like, is he just a junkie? Like, I, I don't know enough about that stuff and that type of stuff they're going to dig into. Now his talent, he's the best prospect. I won't argue with any, like if you're just taking a prospect, cause that's what the draft, there's a balance of best player. Cause like Michael Penix, what he does right now could play, like the Bears would have been better off today having Michael Penix like that. Now, does that part about drafting is like the next eight, 10 years? Like Caleb has Josh Allen, Mahomes qualities. But when you say in our adult lives, a lot of people have had those qualities and not fucking been able to play in the league. Well, I yeah, I mean, I think what the 21 draft shows, it's just a reminder. And Trevor Lawrence is clearly an NFL starter, but it's a reminder. And this draft's perfect where you go, well, somebody has to hit, right? If there's this many quarterbacks, one of them has to be good just based on the odds. And the answer, like, great. One of them has to be a pro bowler. And the answer is, why? They're not related to each other at all. No. Every, every I've said this for years, John. There's, like, if you go to college football fan bases, I, I think, like, every year, like, 10 of them like their guy. Like, there's not like there's – the quarter, it's just a hard position to play. And I think it, Trey Lance, you could argue, was the worst pick because, like, Zach just can't play. But he you can see his physical skills and running around. Trey, like Justin Fields is obviously dramatically better than Trey Lance because he can run. Like Trey couldn't run. Remember, I was like, why is this guy so slow? Yeah. And I would translate. say the difference is of all these guys, unlike him, like he played Division One AA football. All, all the prospects we're talking about are major teams playing up against good players over the course of their career. Like you've seen their game having to run. Like why is Fields fast in the NFL? Because he ran away from Michigan guys and Penn State guys in college. And at SEC in practice against Jalen Carter chased him around, right, in practice when he first showed up. 
So you got used to that. Like that, that to me is one of the main reasons Trey Lance is just a complete dud is because it turns out his athleticism was a negative. It's like, I thought this guy was a dual. No, he's actually pretty moves around better. Especially when you combine it with he had, didn't have great feel in the pocket. Right. Like he couldn't even use it. He couldn't even use it. But neither does Fields. Right. 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 But Fields could just take off at any moment and just like, God, Fields is an elite athlete. You know, I, I, I guess my point is like Lance's athleticism was more than enough if he had good feel in the pocket and like could yeah yeah, yeah yeah you know what I mean like it's just on the on the sliding scale Fields has a chance to be a quarterback he has a shot I see I don't think so because his like today watching that game Love is much more just kind of like a Purdy in the pocket yeah, he's very he just kind of slides around Fields does the thing Lance does this like when it's not there right away in his head he starts running. In the pocket, like that's you can't like he'll like run through the tackle and the guard into a sack instead of just kind of sliding. Like Penix is elite at that, right? Like kind of moving around. When you kind of run, sometimes it works. You're like, oh shit, Fields gonna run for a first down. And sometimes you just run right into Kenny Clark and you're just on your back. Right. And that's that's a Russell Wilson thing forever. He was always a runner. Like when I mean runner, I'm not talking about down the field. I'm talking about like when the pocket breaks down, you just kind of start running to get outside instead of kind of moving. And then like Purdy kind of glides and then he'll run once there's a little space. Yeah. When your first move is to sprint, you just sprint into guys half the time. It's why Seattle always said like, you know, Russell, he leads the league in sacks. Everyone blames the offensive line. He sneaky runs into half of them. Mm. Fields does that a lot. I noticed today. That's why I love the Packers because – Hit, people were so bullish on the Bears. Like, guys, their offense has been horrendous. Like, last year when the the Lions beat the Packers to knock them out of the playoffs, the Lions had been scoring real points, like, through the air. They had thrown five touchdowns in a month and a half. I was like, I, I, it's, and it's easy to, like, become a highlight meme. You know, like, Fields, he's going to stick a field. No, he's no chance. I, I would trade him for Penix or trade him for – Whoever the top five quarterbacks oh, yeah. are in this draft. I agree with you on that. Luckily, he's much more serviceable, and you should be able to get, like, I don't know, quarterbacks are weird. If you would have told me Trey Lance got traded for a fourth, I never would have believed you, and they got it. So it's just, a, if you told me they got a second and a third for Fields, it's believable, even though it's kind of insane. But yeah, Sam got know. traded for a second. The first time. Yeah, to the Panthers. Yeah. Because if you're trading for a second, you're probably picking up his fifth-year option. Like he's, It's kind of – I've heard Lombardi talk about this, Michael Lombardi. Like People talk about Fields the wrong way. It's like, are you willing to trade for him with the idea that I might pay this guy? Like it's, that's, His contract factors in, right? Like ultimately, Jerry traded a fourth for Trey Lance. Well, guess they're not picking up his fifth-year option this year. So he basically picked, traded a fourth for two years of this guy, right? Because they got him on his – he got him the whole third year. Like Fields, that third year already passed. Well, is Trevor Lawrence going to play on his fifth year option? Kind of has uh, to at this point. Well, next year, that's the thing. He's, they, you got to pick it up this offseason. Right. He's going into his fourth year. Well, to me, the question is not do you pick it up? The question is do you extend him? Do you pay him? No, no, no. Yeah. No, so no. you're like Trevor Lawrence is going to play on his fifth year option, is the point I'm making, unless he has a crazy year next year and then gets extended, right? Yeah, yeah. But he's. To me, he. I think to me, he's. No chance you pay on this offseason. No, the, like the story going into the next year is, is Trevor Lawrence going to play his fifth-year option year before an extension yeah. comes, which would be pretty crazy considering the level of prospect everybody thought he was. Anything? Uh, any other notes we didn't hit? Anything else you got? McVay never wears a hat. Did you notice that today? I got a text from a buddy. He's like, 
McVeigh, look at it. McVeigh standing in the Levi Stadium sun, staring into the sun, refuses to wear a hat. And I Googled Sean McVeigh hat. And the only photo you find of him is from 03 when he was in high school. Doesn't wear a hat. No judgment on my part on that. Like I judge Robert Sala for dying his beard when you're losing. I'm like, you're not a college coach. What, what are you trying to, you're married. You got seven kids. What are you doing this for? Which again, we all like to look kind of good. Maybe his wife we all have it. our own little quirks. Would you give him that? That That's the one thing. If his wife likes it, I'm cool with it. But if she, when does he see her? He's fucking work for six Once months. Once a week when he sees her, she likes it. <laughs> uh, She's like, last time uh, I saw you, you didn't have gray hair. And then you came home with gray hair. Wow. That was an incredible touchdown. Holy shit. Um, I, I did have a, uh, just, you just made me think of this. It's like, look at the Eagles are a great like, example. Do you, I guess my point is, are you judging them on that? I need more details. Or McVay? No, no, I'm not judging yeah. McVay. Yeah. Okay. I just think it's interesting. Like, he clearly doesn't like the way he looks in a hat or prefers, maybe just, he doesn't wear sunglasses either. Maybe he prefers just nothing on his hat, his face or his head. There's there's something there because he never wears a hat, ever. So there's yeah. he, he must hate hats. Maybe he doesn't own a hat. Well, Kyle's the opposite. Like, I Kyle never wears, see him without one. Exactly right. I don't even know what his hair looks like right now. No clue. Uh, Kyle Done. used to... Yeah, I mean, he wears them in the press conferences, too. I feel like he's coached some games without a hat, but you're right. He's he's the opposite of McVay. Um, I did think the Eagles, like the Eagles are an example, right? When your head coach does nothing and you lose two coordinators that are really good, it can contribute to your team falling apart. Whereas Kyle, you look up and D'Amico is going to be coach of the year. Uh, I think, so, like, I know Salo, everyone's been talking about his job security for several weeks. For that team to end up with, what they end up with, six, seven wins, seven and ten? Lost Aaron Rodgers in the opener. Zach Wilson was all he had to work with, and he went seven and ten. That's they a went hell. Seven and ten. They went seven and ten last year, though. Well, I, I understand that, but Zach, he didn't. Nobody planned for Zach Wilson to be the quarterback this year. He stinks. You yeah, give him no him credit back. for Aaron, meant, but he's no. not the GM. I, I think they should have pivoted off Zach and their nine wins instead. I agree, but I'm just like the, the coaching job is the coaching job. Seven and t- that team, everybody thought when Rodgers got hurt was going to win three games this year. John, who who thought they were winning seven games when Aaron got hurt? Not a soul. I, I listen. I like Robert Sala. I make fun of his beard. I'm rooting for the guy, and he's an impressive. Like he clearly can handle that media market. I can't say that he's like a good head coach. Like D'Amico's good. Robert, I, I'm not sure he knows what he's doing. Uh, That's, I guess that would be my take. When yeah, I'm, say not, no conv- I'm like, not convinced that, but but like he's he is a middle of the. I think he there's a chance he's just a just a middle of the road. He's a Ron. Oh, well, Ron went to the Super Bowl. That's not fair to Ron. But you know, like you could give him a team and you could be solid, which is like the Saints are clearly just happy with just being my solid. way too early twenty four prediction. Jets are going to be a train wreck. Rogers come back. It's going to be ugly. Uh, Sirianni make it to twenty four. Yeah, but they got issues. But here's my thing with Solo. Like, he doesn't call the plays. Like, D'Amico's calling the play. Like, him I, and Shane are going no, at I, it. I'm not putting them in the same category. I'm just saying, Kyle, I, I think D'Amico, I, to me, Robert Sala showed me something this year because nobody thought that team was winning seven games. That's all. He's not, I'm not saying he's D'Amico. They won seven last year, though. Yeah, but, and then they got Aaron Rodgers. Like, so winning seven with, team, but even better. Winning seven with Zach Wilson, winning seven with Mike White last year was impressive. I thought it was impressive last year too. But they won with Simeon. They won some games with Simeon. He's getting no help from. He's getting no help from quarterback, and he's winning seven games. Yeah, I mean, I a lot of Zach bad coaches win games. four games. 
their team's supposed to be really good. They had a million fucking picks. I think the Jets are pretty disappointing the way that, like, he's a huge part of the Zach Wilson being there. It's not the other place you third fucking year. Yeah, I mean, if I was going to play the other side of it, I'd say he brought the he brought the OC with him, and the OC got fired. Right, Michael. One hundred percent. And then obviously they only hired this guy because Aaron mandated with the seven other that's right four year old players. Same thing he did to George. Poor George Patton. George Patton any good? I don't know. He did what he thought Aaron wanted. Well, by the time he traded Russell Wilson, that's bad. He's got when we wake up in the morning. Adam Schefter tweet written all over it about. I could see having a cup of coffee about 8 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. George Payton has been relieved of his duties. Yeah. <laughs> like that, that to me, is, you, that's got a Monday morning. Like didn't quite see that one coming, but anyone kind of in the know, like keep an eye on that. Well, Sean, right? I mean, yeah. Sean. I've heard Jeff Ireland is going to be, if oh. he can get him from New Orleans. Were they together in Miami? Or no, they, New, or, New Orleans, before, they've been together Was for Ireland a while. in Miami when Payton, wasn't Payton an assistant in Miami or something like that? No, nah, did I, I make that, that up? Jason Garrett? Yeah. Uh, Ireland was the Des Bryant guy. Fact though, she was. I mean, a prostitute. No, I. I'm just saying. Like, am I on the right? The right. Yeah. Right guy. That's the right guy. Yeah. That's a comeback. <laughs> yeah, but I. If like, hey, John, is your dad a farmer? Like, what? Am I not allowed to ask certain professions? That's my thing. I wasn't being critical. I'm just saying. Guy, your dad's a dentist. Like, I mean, if, if your mom happens to like work that certain trades, like, what? Why do we? I, I've always said this with stripper. Like, if you're a stripper, I can't. Your mom's a stripper. Am I not allowed to ask? I always thought that was. He, if if she wasn't and he was fucking with her, like she was just like right. did nothing or something, I'd be like, God, that's a scumbag move. She literally. I, I always thought the the story was like, well, she was, but it's kind of unfair. Like, well gonna draft the guy in the top 10 i kind of asked some questions how'd that help shape you what else you i'd got? say des a little bit of a wild card <laughs> anything else for this one uh kind of a weird week with them not playing yeah i mean yeah, the, I the thursday the saturday night game was well, it was a really good set i really enjoyed colts texans and steichen was impressive and d'amico and those guys were fight. it's fun to see teams make the i saw somebody clipped off like the coaches celebrating on the sideline. It's fun to see teams when you haven't been in the playoffs for a long time, make the playoffs. There's nothing like, you know, no other year is like that year. You know, I'm sure if we watch clips of Belichick winning the Super Bowl, the first one, he well, probably yeah. smiled. He did. Cause remember his dad was with That's him. That's right. His dad. Rams. Yeah. Yeah. They were going nuts. They, uh, I mean, they went from David Cully in fairness, they, no one would take that job at the time. Like they, they had, that was basically, he was always going to be a one and done. And even last year, I think with Lovey Smith, they did not have many options. So they got lucky that D'Amico had played at Houston, but I would say that it all worked out because they would have taken Bryce Young. So sometimes just like the Chargers would have taken Tua, you know, sometimes you get a little lucky. What do you mean? No, I'm not in fairness to Tua, like Tua's pretty capable. Yeah. But. You know, I think if the, Chargers don't reg- the Chargers don't regret that move. Like they would rather have Herbert than Tua. Yeah. Just and like the, the, you know, the, the Texans don't regret firing those two guys back to back years to get D'Amico and lead them to CJ. Because to me, they, they're a team I would say for the next. Like I'm buying D'Amico stock. Like I, I wouldn't buy Robert Sala stock, I guess. Uh, you know what? Numbers. On that front, if you, when you put it that way, I'll, I'll agree with you. John, national championship is. Uh, National Championship is Monday night. Here's Harbaugh with Reese Davis four days before he took the Niners job back in uh, 2011. What kind of timetable will you use to make your future decision? I just ask you to respect the, respect the game and respect what these players did, did tonight. It's all about them. 
I love you guys. I'm proud of you. You're champions. That's what we said when we started this thing. Cardinal campaign to a championship. Way to go. Jim was gone the next day. Uh, I took uh, four days later. I looked is when he officially took the Niner job. When was his first jog with Bulky? Was that like a couple weeks later? I pr- probably now that probably happened before he was officially uh, introduced. Oh no, I guess it wasn't because then Bulky didn't Bulky come after him on the timeline? Or like I do think. Read? Yeah, wasn't it that they were kind of buddies? Like they had been buddying up. Yeah, I think Jim approved Bul- whatever it was. Jim had to like but approve it. Trent was there already. Because remember McLaughlin? Oh, okay, yeah. Had gotten in trouble, McLuhan. and Trent was like kind of, kind of, or McLuhan. It was kind of the interim, was in the weird spot, and then they kind of just Jim was cool with it, and then they became mortal enemies. Like felt like quicker than even the three years. It was more like two. Things started getting weird. I do think they're. I'm not going to say this is a legacy ruiner. It's a lot different if he bounces and they had been to three state playoffs and he wins a national championship than if he'd just been to three state playoffs and he'd lost three times. <laughs> It's just, it, it's not bad, but we're, we're discussing the highest level, right? The Sabins, the all yeah, coaches. He'll, if he wins a championship in college, he, he'll come to the NFL with a chance to win a championship at both levels, and then he becomes one of the great coaches of all time. Well, I think, think he'll that. immediately come. Remember, like, when Pete got to Seattle, it's like, God, they got a, this guy had been in the NFL. He dominated. I think, Jim, he would be celebrated no matter who hires him. I do think if he loses this game, though, it, Tarnish is the wrong word, but you know what I mean? It's just, there's yeah, a well, big difference in winning and losing tomorrow. Just the way we talk about this guy historically. The, yeah, for sure. The way I would say it is like clearly mission accomplished. Like Michigan is, ba- he got Michigan back. Kicking Ohio State's But it would ass, hurt man. to get that close so many times and not win the championship. And what's weird about it is it feels like all these reports, like Michigan's kind of ready for him to go. So if he wins and leaves, He'll be the one that left. You didn't fire a guy that left. You, they're not going to fire him. I mean, if he wanted to come back, he'd be back. But why do you think Michigan's ready for him to go? Well, it's just the way all you hear all these reports. Like, I think they're like they're kind of he's been he got suspended for multiple games this year. I think he's just self-imposed, pain in the ass, uh, just because he's a general. You know, he's difficult, um, but worth it. If the bottom line is if you're committed to winning, then it's worth the difficulty. But uh, like I said, I mean, if he wins a championship, he'll then like then let's say he. I know you. I think the char. If he wants to win a Super Bowl, like the Chargers' job makes just so much sense, and um, he'll have a chance to win. How many guys have won one at each level? Pete, the J- Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson? Johnson, yeah. Barry Switzer, did Barry win one in Oklahoma? Y- yeah. It's a short list. I mean, he like he'd go from yeah, J- like my thing. Jim's got a ceiling on him to just want. You'd have to acknowledge he's one of the great coaches. I think the craziest scenario is he gets beat, he leaves, and then they hire DeBoer. I, I know. Although, doesn't it feel like they'd hire Sharon Moore? Like, Sharon Moore would have to give it, get a shot, right? Very good OC. I was, if DeBoer beats him and then he bounces, how do you just not hire that guy? Yeah. Come I, in your conference. Uh, Jimmy, Jimmy uh, the Washington AD gave an interview a few days ago and kind of made it seem like Maybe we could have done a deal by now, but we're just waiting until after the game. But well, we, yeah, he's waiting after the game. Well, Jimmy's waiting. No, I understand. This guy's now. This. No, we'll, I'm saying we'll Dubois. Yeah, I'm yeah, saying yeah. Dubois is waiting. I'm saying Jimmy Sexton is waiting. But yeah, Dubois oh, is waiting. Is that is Jimmy Sexton Dubois guy? Yes. Okay. Like that's. So I'm I'm with it's, you. Like Michigan would he'd be at the top of Michigan's list. I'm just saying I've become a little open minded to well maybe they would just give the job to the OC who clearly the players love, and who's clearly really good. The difference, though, is DeBoer's never had a recruiting, like never put together a recruiting class. 
if if I was going to argue for Sharon Moore. But if Dubor beats you in the national championship and he's just won all these games in two years at Washington, he is he's 50 years old. Sharon Moore's 37. I would say 85% of programs, it's an you just give it to Sharon Moore. I do think it like Michigan's, the Alabama's, the LSU's, the USC's, you know, there's just a lot. I mean, it'd be pretty risky for them, would be my only pushback on a 37. It could work, but it also could like what are the chances that Sharon Moore would be as good as Ryan Day? Right, it, it, I think it would be hard. I think and I'm not. I'm just saying. I just think it's really risky. Like if I were them, I would just immediately offer to borrow 100 million dollars. Yeah, at least I, if I fail, I get a guy that I know can win. Would you have to? No, would you have to give him more? Didn't you offer Jim 111? You'd have to offer him that, Jimmy. Sec, right? I mean, you're, but I you're saying more. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. but whatever the number is, I think the question would be like, Kalen, do you want to be an NFL coach? Because your 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 recruiting class right now is I I am very pro Kalen DeBoer. I'm just making the counter argument because your recruiting class right now for 2024 is ranked tenth in the among Big Ten recruiting classes. Like you love to recruit because if not, like you you just may want to be an NFL coach, right? Like would the Chargers hire Kalen DeBoer right now? Well, is there a chance like the crazy curveball this year is the 72 year old Pete Carroll? Like it's just kind of time, Pete. We we love everything you've done. Is he a lock to be back? Thanks for going nine and eight. But you missed the playoffs. So you went nine and eight last right. year, made the Same playoffs, one and done, nine yeah. and eight. Like, where are we going? Like, you're 72, Pete. And he's never going away. Like, he's never going to retire. So you're going to have to fire him. I I think if you're Kalen DeBoer and the Chargers want to interview you, and you're like, what if, yeah, what if, do you think, don't you think John Schneider would? Yeah, I think so. Me? But, but the difference is you've got just, Justin Herbert as the quarterback of the Chargers. Like you have to, you take all these guys. Want you work with them, John? They all want to be NFL coaches, especially now. No NIL, no recruiting, no poor less work. It's less. They work. all want to be NFL coaches. So if J- Justin Herbert, somebody is going to become Justin Herbert's coach. Somebody's going to get to be Justin Herbert's coach. I don't think they'd be crazy to call Kalen DeBoer. Honestly, yeah, if you told I mean, me there's a probably- Kalen DeBoer NFL rumor Monday morning, I would believe that. Yeah, Jimmy Sexton's his or t- agent. or two or Tuesday or Tuesday. Jimmy Sexton's his agent, John. Everything's on the table now. Yeah. How many NFL coaches does Jimmy have? I mean, he's got to have a few, right? Definitely assistants. Yeah, one hundred percent. Anyway, but I, I think he he thrives in college. <laughs> he's making so much money. Yeah, he's in college the. Football. <laughs> as somebody told me, Kalen's got the college guy, and then when Jim hired Don Yee, he got the NFL guy. Yeah. Because Jim was just doing the deals on his own, like had his lawyer do it or something. Right. And now people have used that as another sign that he's going to the NFL. So maybe just got to a point where the number is so big, you just like, I want to feel comfortable. You could just argue if you have a hundred million dollar deal on this. Like, I don't feel we've signed some 20. Like, remember the Niners game five, four years, 20 million or five, five, 25. Yeah. That's a pretty easy deal to do. You know, incentive winning the NFC, incentive winning the NFC championship, incentive winning the Super Bowl. Like, pretty black and white to me once you get like here's 111 million dollars and there's like 17 pages like i'm gonna lose my focus i need someone that knows what they're doing to peek at this i also wonder if jim understood you know he the, the thing he can't have happen is want an nfl job and not get one so an agent can just do some i'm sure he's got people that help him maneuver but don Yee. don Yee can help can really help you maneuver in the nfl while you're focused on your college football team, right? Well, shit. I mean, he took Mark Davis for $60 million. So, I mean, what can you do for Jim? 
If you can do that with Jimmy, you talking past tense? That's still getting paid out, or is that or is that a lump sum payment? No, no player had a better backup year than Jimmy Garoppolo financially. I'll tell you that much. I saw Jimmy came back today. He was in uniform. I didn't watch a second of that game, but yeah. I saw a picture on the you, internet. You couldn't pay if if you paid me said a thousand dollars right now, get within seven points of the total. I mean, it was the final score ten to seven? Was the final score twenty five to twenty? I mean, I, I have no fucking. Clue. I didn't even see a play. I actually saw one. They did like a, some trick play. It was their first touchdown. So I know the Raiders score a touchdown. Other than that, have I, I wouldn't even know. My guess would be, yeah, seventeen twelve Raiders beat the Broncos. Uh, final score was final score. Where is this game? Twenty seven fourteen. Raiders and Broncos both finish eight and nine. What a year! Wait on word from Antonio Pierce after the game. Uh, report that Reed might retire and retire and Seahawks celebrated their win. LOL. I did not. I searched that. I did not see it. Andy, is that an Andy Reed comment or an Eric Reed comment? Andy Reed's gonna retire. I don't think Andy's going anywhere. <laughs> Fuck out. None of these guys. One, Andy's a lot younger than Pete and Bill. You notice none of those guys want to stop coaching. Do you understand how much money everyone's making? And and again, they don't. It's not like they even use it. They don't have any. They don't do anything. They just do football. But. You don't just walk away from $18 million when you love coaching football and you have a 28-year-old Patrick Mahomes. All right, on that note, anything else to add? No. What a dud of a day, kind of. We got the national championship game Monday night. Go Good luck Huskies. to your Huskies. Later, everybody. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.